0: Check
1: one, two. Check one, two. One, two. Good. You ready? This
2: is all.
0: Hey, it's Cassidy Pope. Gabby Barrett.
2: It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all. This is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway Runaway June. It's Scotty McCreery. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News.
0: New music from Tenille Arts and a big surprise from Hardy. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of October 17th, 2022. We're bringing you the hottest news and the newest music in country music every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And now for the hottest news in country music this week the hottest, hottest. Morgan Wallen's Dangerous Tour has finally come to an end, and it ended in a pretty epic way. He actually broke records by breaking the attendance record for Global Life Field. He said, this is a special night for me, my band and crew. We started out rehearsing in one of my buddy's mom's basements, and this is not quite a basement. In surprising news, Blake Shelton announced that he'll be stepping down from his role on NBC's The Voice after 12 years. It's going to be hard to imagine the show without him, but his last season is going out with a bang. He'll be with Kelly Clarkson, Niall Horan, and Chance the Rapper. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they'll do this last season for him, and hopefully they'll have a huge send-off for him. And also exciting to see who may replace him from the country world. It could be someone like Carrie Underwood, so stay tuned for more news on that. Keith Urban celebrated Nashville underdogs in the most incredible way ever. He brought out special guests who were performers currently working on Lower Broadway right now, night after night at his headlining Nissan Stadium shows. And it's just such an incredible thing to see. You can check out the videos from that up on his Instagram page now. And honestly, it brought a tear to my eye. It's so special to see artists who really help the up and coming artists in this genre and Keith Urban is honestly one of the best People to have done this. I mean, he even brought Marin Morris on tour and look at her now. It's so special. Again, make sure you check that out on his Instagram page now. Colorado's Country Jam announced their 2023 lineup. It'll feature hard hitters like Blake Shelton, Cody Johnson, Dustin Lynch, Laney Wilson, and Whiskey Myers. You are definitely not going to want to miss out on this three-day event, which will take place June 22nd through the 24th in Grand Junction, Colorado. Passes for that go on sale this Friday, October 21st. Make sure you check those out ASAP. It's going to be a hot show. I have some really exciting news to announce. My fellow incredible co-workers here at ACN have come up with an incredible list of country music-inspired Halloween costume ideas. You can check that out now on allcountrynews.com and it features amazing artists like Taylor Swift, Lainey Wilson, Casey Musgraves, and of course, the Queen, Dolly Parton herself. I've got some exciting news for all my Hardy fans. He announced that his brand new album will be coming out January 20th, 2023, and will include a massive 17-song track list titled The Mockingbird and the Crow. You can actually hear that song as well as Here Lies Country Music and Truck Bed Now. So incredible to have a three song release for an album that won't be out till January. That's so exciting to me. I know as a fan and as if that wasn't already exciting enough, he'll also be embarking on another tour, which will kick off February 16th at old national center in Indianapolis, Indiana, and continues through April 29th where the tour wraps up at the pavilion at Toyota music factory in Irving, Texas. These are going to sell out like crazy, so Make sure you head to his website now so you can start a planning your attack for all of your visits. And make sure you check out those songs. They are absolutely spectacular. Speaking of exciting releases, we have an all-country news Friday Fine, which is Willie Locke. And he's helping us welcome in fall with his incredible new single, When We Were 17. This song is all about friendships and nostalgia, and it'll have you living for those high school days. And have you thinking about football games and all that fun stuff so make sure you check this one out asap we think he's gonna be the next big thing speaking of new releases old dominion also has a bunch of new music in the works since we're talking about all these new releases i think it's time we dive into the hottest releases in country music this week
2: new 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 new
0: Muscadine Bloodline premiered their gritty new single, "Crying in a GMC, and this song is so fun. It's about a guy wronging some women and having to deal with the consequences of that, and it's just a really fun track, and I love the way they recorded it because it almost sounds live, like they're at a honky-tonk performing it, which I think is so much fun. When you hear a song like that, it makes it so much Easier to imagine what it would be like hearing it in person, and I think this one is going to be a big one for them. Tenille Arts, one of my absolute favorite country queens, released her new single, Jealous of Myself, and it's all about heartbreak. This one you might need a Kleenex for, but you are definitely going to want to add it to your fall playlist because it has all the vibes it's also really incredible because she is now under a new label called Dreamcatcher, and she now owns all the rights to her music, even including her old catalog. So I'm really excited for her. This is such like a Taylor Swift moment. And, you know, she is definitely well known, but still sort of at the beginning of her career. So the fact that she's going to be able to own her catalog is just unbelievable, I can't say enough about her. Make sure you check this one out. It is a must listen for the week. Now, this next artist has quickly become a new favorite of mine. Her name is Pillbox Patty, and she just released her debut album, Florida, which shares her stories of growing up in the state. And honestly, it's absolutely fantastic. There's eight tracks. They're all incredible one of my favorite ones is Candy Cigarette, and I also love Good People, but they're all incredible, so make sure you check that out. She is an incredible songwriter, and we are going to be seeing a lot more of her very soon. Kelsey Lan premiered her painfully relatable ballad, Too Much History, and it's all about a breakup. This is another one you might need a Kleenex for, her vocals on this are absolutely insane. Definitely check this one out. Jake Banfield and David J. teamed up for an upbeat new single, Superman. And this is one that you'll want to add to your workout playlist. This one will literally just get you going. You will be running all over the place, maybe even flying, as the song says, just like Superman. Chase Rice is kicking off a new musical era for himself with Way Down Yonder. And the music video for this is very old Western, so fun. Can't wait to see what this new era will bring. Make sure you check it out. This one is another must-listen for the week. Zach Bryan released a new song titled Starved, and you can watch an amazing live performance of that up now on his YouTube page. You can also check that out through the link in our weekly newsletter. He's such an incredible up-and-coming artist, and this song will give you all the feels back to like your high school relationships. Another great one to add to your playlist for the week. Grace Tyler released a new track titled Took the Fall, and I love the visuals for this. It takes place on a football field. This is another one that will definitely get you in the fall mood, and her vocals on it are just absolutely spectacular. Make sure you subscribe to our new Music Roundup Spotify playlist, as well as subscribe to our weekly newsletter so you can check these all out in advance. And you can also check out all the upcoming album releases through the link in there as well. For this week's feature, we have Backstage Bobby with Steve Mokler. They're talking about new releases and what's coming up for him the rest of this year. You can check it all out here now.
1: Talk to me about some exciting things that have been going on for you this year. And um, what have you been grateful for thus far uh, here in 2022?
2: Well, you know, I think 2022 has is, is, is been the closest thing we've had to, to normal in a while, you know? So I, I feel like we're, it's been really fun to, it's been a really exciting time to release a new record. And uh, I, I've gotten, I went back out on the road and did some some of the first headline ticketed events in, in venues uh, for the first time in four years. I mean, that's a high school education. <laughs> that's a long time. But, you know, just, just the way the timing played out uh, you know, with, with my, you know, have, having, having a, a second kid and, and COVID and my record release, it just, it, it shook out to four years. Um, so it was, it was, I mean, just incredibly exciting to get back out and uh, get back with our, with our listeners and, um, you know, celebrating a new album. So I that, love that's it. really kind of been the headline news for me. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. I love it. So it's hard not to correlate you with having another baby, which congratulations and an Thank album you. called Make a Little Room. So like <laughs> was that, like in your headspace when you were coming up with this song or is you it know, just like one of those Nashville kind of fairy tales?
2: Wow. You know, what's actually crazy is I actually never even to this moment in the dozens of interviews I've done, no one has actually pointed out the Make a Little Room being for another kid. That was that's a first, so it, it, I think it was uh but now i'll never I'll never unthink that uh it it, it was it just kind of was uh, the way it worked out you know I think for me the 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 title it is loaded i, I this, this the phrase make a little room i think there, there's so much in it there's so much you can hang on that thought, which is what i what I look for in an album title, something kind of all encompassing like that, but you know it was really more a product of. Of being in this this time, you know, living, going through the pandemic, and having a kid; those two things combined, kind of made all this room in my schedule, right? And uh, and we and we also moved out of the city and moved out of town and into a little have a little more space, and uh, so it just that was just kind of a theme going on in my life, and I think a lot of people's lives, you know, through the pandemic. But for me, it was even more personal with having having a kid and and moving and all that. So it was more just a kind of a mantra, you know, something I, I, I kind of picked up in this period of time that I I, I want to try to stick with, you know, as as the world is getting back to normal, just having some margin in my life and and space for things that matter.
1: I love it. So I am obsessed with the album. Um, I hope you release it on vinyl because I just bought myself a vinyl player here behind me.
2: So please oh, awesome. release
1: it on vinyl.
2: <laughs> I, well, I want to. You know what? Yeah, we, we we want, we, I did my last one on vinyl for the first time, but they're so backed up. It takes like a whole year to get a vinyl. So it was just like, ah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. If people continue to get excited about the record. Maybe we'll, we'll drop it on them.
1: I love it. So 10 tracks on this new album, you had a hand in all of them, but there's two in particular I want to ask you about. So I want to ask you about Pack It Up and You Being You. You did those by yourself. So how was it writing by yourself versus writing with some of these other people? I saw, you know what I mean? Andy's on there. Jacob is on there. One of my favorite, Lucy Silvas is on there. So how was it writing- for you kind of personally versus having some of these other powerhouses in the room with you?
2: Yeah, well, you know, I I started writing songs by myself. You know, I, I didn't, I started right when I was 14 and I didn't co-write till I think I was 18. So it, it's cool to kind of get back to that. Um, and obviously it, it's, you know, it's, 90, 95% of songs I write, I co-write. So, and, and I love that. I love the synergy and I love being in this town and how much creative talent there is. It inspires me every day. The songs I write by myself have just, they they usually are just like the, some of the most personal songs or maybe just the most personal songs I write. It, it's kind of like, it it's usually an idea will come to me and I will just sit down and write. I don't even need to be disciplined, right? I just like, I have this idea. I have this thing I need to get out, and I'm, and I'm just gonna sit down and write it. And it's my story, and and it, it just comes out really pure. And and pack it up. And you being you are definitely are two of those. Um, but even pack it up actually was inspired by my 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 writing, you know, team over at Creative Nation. Uh, Luke, it was this. That was two weeks into the pandemic, and you know we hadn't even started Zoom writing yet. We were all just thinking this was gonna be over next week, and and Luke just sent a, on the text chain to, it was, you know, everyone, all the, all the writers on the roster, Laurie McKenna, Barry Dean, Cassie Ashton, all, So all these people I respect. And he says, Hey guys, like I'm going to challenge everybody on here. I want you all to write a song by yourself and turn it in on this text thread. And I was like, and I, I I kind of loved that. I thought that was so so you know and some people did it the next day, some didn't come in for weeks. I don't remember when mine came in. It was probably a week or two. I was just looking around at my life. I was like, what what's, you know, I didn't understand what was going on out in the world. It was still too hard to comprehend, but I was like, what's going on in my little world? And that's where I I was just mentioning. We just moved in this house, I'm surrounded by boxes, my wife's pregnant, and I just wrote that song. So it was just it really was just me processing exactly where I was at, not trying to write a hit or, or get on any record. Just, just writing something personal, because um, that when I write by myself, that's that's usually that's that's what comes out. It's something really personal.
1: I yeah. love it. I'm such a songwriting nerd. I can't write songs, but God, if you ever need an idea, I do have a giant notebook.
2: <laughs> oh, I need an idea every day. Every day. So, yeah.
1: I love it. So I have to ask you, you've been back on the road. What song do you feel like just lights your soul up off the record that you play live? Or maybe that's gotten really good reception from the fans.
2: Um, you know, which one is really snuck up? I, I guess one that's really snuck up on me that I, I, I just found myself looking forward to is, is, is called Start a Band. And uh, we do it really different than on the record. On the record, it's 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 kind of it's a pretty pro- it's got pretty cool production. It's kind of this, bing, 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 bing. It's like this bouncy kind of fun song. And when we play it on the road, it's been this it's just me, my my acoustic guitar and my, band, my my guitar player Jeb, who I've been playing with since I first moved to Nashville 16 years ago. So it's been, I don't know, it's 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 we slow it down and it just has been this really emotional. I don't know, kind of full circle moment every time I'm playing it. Um, So that one's been a standout for me.
1: I love that. Uh, Your baby, do they have a favorite song off the record?
2: Uh, so yeah, I think honest, I think "Make a Little Room" is their favorite, or or "Let's Go to the Lake." Those two, they 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 like the most, maybe because they heard them the most so far. But I think they are kind of their most fun, kind of catchy songs. But you know, uh, they like make a little when the day "Make a Little Room" come out. Uh, you know my wife said my son Jack requested it like eight times so that meant that meant a lot to me and then and then he has that song then there's let's go to the lake and he's like play that you got that song about that lake dad I'm like, let's that song about let's go to the lake dad and I just and I love that I love that song.
1: oh I love it well you are a Pittsburgh native. I am a Chicago native. You stole our quarterback. So I got to ask you, Yeah. what are your predictions? What do you want out of the Steelers this year? Are you ever going to write a song about football? Talk to me a little bit about being from yeah. Pittsburgh.
2: I honestly should write a song about I, I One of these days I will. I, I get around every topic eventually, but sometimes it takes me a while. So I, you know, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a rebuilding year for the Steelers I think I think with with Ben out it's just gonna take a second to or you know I say a second who knows it could be half a season it could be two seasons to kind of find our groove and our new rhythm and our new identity as a team I, I don't know how your feelings are about Mitch Trubisky. mine are pretty neutral I don't have like strong feelings about but I, I I'm really excited about this guy Kenny Pickett that they've got you know their their new their new draft pick that's he's graduated from Pitt it's kind of, I, I love that story of this local guy and everybody's really excited about him, but it's going to take the right time. I think it's going to take the right time to put him in. And, and I don't know when that is. I think Tom was a great coach. I think, I, I think every, It's we'll see Trubisky may turn it on and I don't think it's all on his shoulders. Right. I think, I think there's other elements of the whole team that need to, you know, that need to kind of find their groove. So I don't want to blame Trubisky for how well the season is not going so far. I think there's a lot that needs to be worked out around him, but he may, he may show up, but I I think if, and when the moment comes where, you know, Hey, we're, we're going to, we're going to pass the torch to this new guy. I'm pretty excited about that and what that might be.
1: Yeah. Well, there were a lot of, that's for another podcast, but there were a lot of problems surrounding Mitch. It wasn't just Mitch. So he's a good guy. I've met him a couple of times. He's a great guy. So I'm sure. I love playing this game on all of our interviews. It's rapid fire questions, but I always preface it with take your time.
2: (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds good.
1: So you have written some of the biggest songs in country music. You've written with some of the biggest people in country music, but who's still that dream co-write that maybe you haven't gotten to get around to yet.
2: Eric Church. Absolutely. I mean, he's a, a enormous influence on, on my music, huge inspiration. Uh, I'd be, and I, and I just think he's, I think he's the phenomenal songwriter. I'd, I'd be, I'd be thrilled to to get to write a song with him sometime.
1: I love it. I almost wore hard my.
2: He's hard to write with, as you'd imagine. Yeah, I've heard, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I've heard, I'm sure that man's calendar, I thought I was busy. So if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be?
2: Uh, spaghetti meatballs. That's a good uh, one. <laughs> and yeah, I love that. A That's- little bit of veggies. You get your carbs, you got your meat. It's all kind of in there, but it's, it's, to me, it's, it's my favorite meal. It's the most sentimental kind of meal in my life. My grandma's a hundred percent Italian. So it's just, it tastes like home to me. I, I love it.
1: Okay. I always love asking my singer songwriter guests this question and the answers I have gotten have been all over the board. What's a song you wish that you had written?
2: Oh, shoot. I mean, there's so many. The first one that comes to mind, though, is The House That Built Me. I mean, that one's just a Tom Douglas is a is a songwriting hero and uh, Alan Shanlin as well who wrote that. But that song, that's just a perfect that's just a perfect song. It's just it will it will hold it will just stand the test of time. It's something it's such a universal song. Sorry, I know this is rapid fire. I, I, I answered the question. I'll stop there. <laughs> No,
1: I, but I think my favorite part about these rapid fires it makes you think quickly and then it makes you respond and like reflect quickly. So that was, yeah. you kind of got into my mythology or, or my okay. methodical brain here over.
2: Okay, good, good. I
1: love it. So we're back on the road. Your plan mm-hmm. shows. If you could be on the road with anyone, whether you're headlining, they're headlining, who's that dream tour partner for you?
2: Uh, man, I mean, it, how cool would it be to go out tour with the Eagles? You know that wouldn't make any sense. I know they don't even have—I don't think they have openers, but that would be awesome. I would love to go on the road with the Eagles.
1: I love that little Joe Walsh accent. So, would it be the Eagles with or without Vince Gill?
2: With Vince Gill. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we have to differentiate there. I love it. Yeah. So, if you could have your song, any one of your songs, on a TV show that's maybe still on the air, off the air, what show would you want it to be on?
2: Ted Lasso.
1: That's amazing. I usually I, get Yellowstone. This is
2: I the- know. Be, I'm, I, I, but I actually haven't watched Yellowstone. I'm like one of the I don't watch a lot of TV. So I, I've missed I've missed Yellowstone. I've seen like two episodes. I think I'd really like it, but I haven't seen it. So I feel like I'd be a poser if I said that. But Ted Lasso is just my favorite show I've seen in a long time. And so it's my favorite because it's my favorite show, I would love to have a song on there.
1: I love it. So, last fun rapid fire question: A lot of these big tours are sponsored by brands, whether it's Bush Light or I don't know. Bush Light's the first one I thought of. If you yeah. could be sponsored by any brand for your headlining tour, what brand would you want that to be?
2: I, I'd probably say Yingling. You know, that's a, a Pennsylvania uh, beer. It's it's America's oldest brewery. It's I, I think it's, I mean, it, it's, it's my personal favorite, you know, domestic beer. I love it. Uh, I love the branding of it. And, and because it, it's from Pennsylvania, literally, I'm born in New Jersey and raised in Pennsylvania. And it's kind of right between the two family owned. It's, it's the values, everything line up for me. I'd be pretty stoked to, to, to be sponsored by that.
1: I love it. I actually, uh, my dad was over last night. So I did at one point have some Yingling in my fridge but my dad um, drank it all because that's also his favorite.
2: <laughs> I feel like Yingling is, and I've liked it since I was well before I was old enough to drink. <laughs> but, but people have always said, you know, you're that's a that's my that's the beer my dad likes. <laughs> so I, I I I I've I'm just coming into my own now as a dad. I've always kind of had some some dad stuff going on.
1: I love it. So yeah. I can't believe the year is almost over. I feel like. I blinked and we are on the verge of 2023, but I have a feeling you have more up your sleeve for the rest of this year or into early next year. So what is on the horizon for you, Mr. Steve Mochler?
2: So, I mean, honestly, the rest of this year is, um, we're, we're we're out on the road doing this thing called the Hometowns and Campgrounds Tour, which is my my wife and my two boys, we travel on an Airstream and we do a bunch of, you know, shows and backyards and farms and kind of just direct directly with our fans and it's it's a blast so we've been doing that a lot so far we actually just got back two nights ago we were up in the northeast and jersey and uh, massachusetts ohio pennsylvania and uh, we were going out in a couple weeks to kansas and um, then we finish out in the kind of the southeast and georgia and north carolina so we it's it's an epic family road trip unlike any other where we get up close and personal with the folks that like our music and get to meet and hang out, maybe drink a couple of yinglings and uh, make some memories. So that that's really, that's going to be, have us kind of busy for the rest of the year. And honestly, the ne- the 2023, is that next year? I've lost track. I'm not sure what's going on in 2023 yet. I'm, I'm We're going to be cooking up some plans here next couple of weeks and get some stuff on, on the books for early next year, but I'm not sure what it is yet, but. We're pretty busy right now, just on the heels of the record release and and this hometowns and campgrounds tour. Haven't had a chance to to think too far ahead yet.
1: I love it. Okay, so we're gonna end on my signature question. I always preface this with, I've asked this over a hundred times to everybody you could probably think of. And I love it because everybody's answer is so different, but I also preface it with, this is your answer. There's no white answer. So Steve Mochler, how do you define country music?
2: I think it's a great story about real life. You know, that's what I think it is. It's it, and that can be about a you know a truck down by a river. Or it can be the house that you know you grew up in, and it could be something you know between you and God. You're trying to figure out and uh, falling in love, falling out of love. It's, if it's if it's a real story, you know, where you can you hear the you can you hear it if you can see it in your head. That feels like country music to me.
0: Before I go, you know we have to talk about video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Keith Whitley, When You Say Nothing At All. Such a throwback. I love when we do this. Keith is such a treasure, and this song is one of my all time favorites. In fact, it's already on my wedding playlist. I'm not even engaged yet. That's how much it means to me. I just. I absolutely love this and you just don't see music videos like this anymore. So make sure you check that out through the link in our weekly newsletter or a sneak peek up on our socials now. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening.
2: The All Country News Podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast